This is Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast, episode number 167. This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast with Andrea Owen, a no BS guide to self-help and badassery. Because ladies, let's face it, life's too short for it to not kick ass. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen. Hey, ass kickers. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. As always, I am so glad that you are here. So this particular episode, I am recording from my new computer. The audio might sound a little bit different, and that is because, quite frankly, I am too lazy to figure out how to actually do it right (laughs) <laughs> I recorded a hundred, so I recorded 166 episodes on my laptop and it served me well. I knew that software backwards and forwards. And when I got a new computer, I got an iMac, which same software, I record solo episodes in GarageBand. Not that anyone cares. I record interviews on Skype and then move them over to GarageBand to edit. Actually, someone else edits them. But anyway, you don't need to know all the details about that. At any rate, there's GarageBand on this new desktop computer. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be the exact same thing. So I open it up. It's not the same thing. It's all new and improved because my laptop was like the 2012 version, which as you know, in technology was like archaic at this point. So it's this new version of GarageBand. I have no idea how this works. And I open it up and it's like, womp, womp. I am the person, raise your hand if you're like this, I hate troubleshooting. I hate, and I know hate is a strong word, I I loathe, (laughs) this is how much, that's how I feel about it. I loathe like tutorials, like I don't mind learning, but any, especially if it has to do with like electronics or software or anything like that, like the manual for my car is like a phone book. And I'm like, I don't even want it. No. My husband's like, don't you want to know like what all these buttons do? And I'm like, that would be nice. Can you tell me? Can you just, can you do all of that? Like I would, I will, I would pay my 10 year old son. That's actually a great idea to read it and figure out what I just found that there's like another glove compartment over on the left-hand side of the driver's side. I was sitting in the carpool lane and I was like, oh, there's another glove compartment over there. I just, I, I, I feel like I don't have the patience for it, and it is so incredibly boring to me. I, I can't stay focused. So there's been a few instances in my life where I've been really proud of myself, where I've sat through tutorials, and it's the worst when you go to YouTube and they won't get to the point, kind of like this podcast. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like where you're like, where they're like introducing themselves, and I'm like, I just want you to tell me how to fix this. Like, can I fast forward? Oh, like it just makes me want to. That happened with um, who out there has little kids where like this slime thing was a big, big thing. Anyone? Anyone? So my daughter had begged me to make slime. It's like this glitter slime. And I, at first I was like, no, because that's another thing that I loathe is crafts. Not as much as I hate tutorials. Like I'll do crafts over over tutorials, but it's just not my, fa- I'm not a crafty human. So she begged me and begged me. And then I looked it up and figured out it's only three ingredients, water being one of them. Elmer's glitter glue is the other one and borax. And we had borax. So I was like, okay, we can do this. And of course they make it look so easy on those YouTube tutorials. So we figure it out. I get the stuff, I do it. And it's a complete fail. And I wanted to fix it. So I go on YouTube and my husband is like smirking the whole time because he knows what's going to happen. And I was so mad. So I, I find it. This is the longest 
intro ever. So I find this tutorial that this little kid made about how to fix a problem from the slime. And he, and it was the poor kid. He was like 11 or something. And he's like going on and on. So I'm like, I made this slime and it turned out like this. And and like five minutes in, I wanted, I wanted to hit somebody. So needless to say, I do not like tutorials. I can't, I, I will just like figure, figure it out. And all that to say, this podcast might sound a little bit different. I will eventually figure it out and it'll all be fine. And I'm sorry you had to sit through all of that. <laughs> Another thing I, I wanted to, to say is, does anyone follow me on Instagram? And if so, do you watch my Instagram stories? I think that if you want to see short videos of me singing to my dog every morning, then you should follow me on Instagram. I'm over there at Your Kick-Ass Life. Super easy peasy. And I try to, at first I was like, I'm going to be on these Instagram stories and I'm going to make these motivational. No, I didn't do that. It's more fun for me to, I actually just did an Instagram story about this whole debacle with the software. And there's some funny stuff with my kids and probably every day I post something with my dog because she's, I call her my office mate. She hangs out with me and, um, her antics and her everyday, I call it, she goes and checks her messages. Basically she just goes and like smells all the dog pee from the dogs that have peed on our mailbox. So if you want to see that, like who does not <laughs> sign me up. I want to see your dog pee every day. <laughs> Everyone's clamoring over to Instagram to follow me. No, but I wanted to mention that because I've been debating on this. And now I'm just going to announce it to all the podcast listeners. Here's the deal. I have not exercised regularly in probably six months. And personally for me, it makes me feel like shit. I used to be able to go months without exercising and I wouldn't really feel a physical or mental effect by it. I was like, meh, whatever. Now at the ripe old age of 42, I feel it. So my body gets stiffer, like getting out of bed in the morning. I'm like, oh man, this, I feel older than I actually am. And yes, I've gained weight. Um, I had to buy bigger underwear. So there's that. And it's, and it's really not, I don't have a scale. I haven't owned one in so many, many years. And it's really, I'm happy to say it's not about the weight. Like, is it a bummer that I had to buy bigger underwear and bigger shorts? And now at this point, I only have one pair of shorts that fit me kind of a bummer, but I'm, I'm happy to say, and I haven't talked about this on the podcast because I'm like, I I really need to get clear on like, what is this about? And it really is that I feel like crap and I just haven't been taking care of myself physically. I think we just go through these seasons of our life where that happens. And for like a hot minute, I felt bad about that. Like I should really have my shit together in this. And and I went to college for exercise physiology. My, my background is fitness. It's not like I don't know what to do. I know exactly what to do. I have a TRX machine. I have free weights here. I have yoga mats, like, shouldn't that just like, and all the apps, shouldn't this just like magically happen for me? And it hasn't, you know, and I can blame it on the grief of my father. I can blame it on all these other circumstances, but at the end of the day, I just have not been prioritizing it. Why I'm telling all of you this is a couple of reasons. First of all, like I mentioned, I feel like we just go through these seasons of our life where that happens. And I'm at a point where I'm like, 
So that happened. You know, that's my favorite mantra that I tell myself if I'm beating myself up or, you know, shit happens. You know, that just happened. And it did. It happened for six months. And I feel badly, not like I feel badly, like I'm beating myself up. Like I, my body is just like, no, we can't keep doing this. This doesn't feel good. And so I made a commitment and the last few days, well, I'm recording this about a week ahead of time, but for the last few days, and I decided, so so my go-to when I've been in this place before is I sign up for a race. I sign up for a triathlon or I sign up for a 10K or something like that. And then I end up killing myself in the process because it's not really what I want. Like I, I do it to kind of, I've done it to motivate myself. I think it worked maybe like the first time I did it. And then after that, I'm just like, God, I remember the last time I ran a 10K, it was a couple of summers ago. I hated every minute of it. I really did. And like the whole time I was feeling kind of sad because I'm like, I think I'm done with with this kind of running. I think I'm done. And my body was just like, yeah, we agree. So what has happening now is I just started walking. I just started going outside of in my neighborhood and going for walks. And you guys, I was sore. <laughs> I was actually sore. My neighborhood has like a tiny hill. It's like not even... It's, it's the elevation is not that that bad, but I just have not been moving my body, and so that happened. I was sore and I got a blister, <laughs> and I walked two and a half miles. But this is where I'm at, and I, I I wanted just to like say that out loud because I'm a normal human being who goes through these phases, and I'm but I'm done. Like I've drawn a line in the sand. And I started exercising again. So what does this have to do with Instagram? And all of you is that I was thinking that what I'm going to do is make a commitment and intention at the end, at the beginning of every week. The beginning of the week for me is Monday. I know for some people it's Sunday. It's Monday for me. And I'm going to say like how many times I commit to work out this week. And it doesn't have to look a certain way. It's not going to be like leg day is Tuesday, which if that's for you, hell yes, do that. But for me, it's going to be like, I'm going to move my body X amount of times this week. I might go for a walk. I might go for a short walk, a long walk. I might just stretch the crap out of my body because that I need it. Um, we have Just Dance on the Xbox, which is so amazingly fun. I might do that for 20 minutes. I'm just going to be really unattached to what it has to look like. What I am going to do though, which is really um, something I I just have to is make the commitment in my calendar. So I'm going to put it in for me. It works best in the morning and I am going to declare that in my Instagram stories. So on Monday morning, you're going to see me, you know, just, it's just going to be one, one or two quick things saying what my intention is for the week. And then that week I'm going to hold myself accountable and by no means am I saying like, can you count it for me and make sure that I do it? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> but it's just my way of being accountable. So what I was thinking that I could do is if you follow me on Instagram and you follow my Instagram stories, is that if you wanted to do something similar with exercise where you want to move your body, or even if it's like, if you want to make sure that you meditate or you do yoga or you stretch or, or whatever it is that you do, you can do the same thing. You can make your commitments. And if you want to do your own Instagram story, I think that's amazing. Or if you want to private message me your accountability, I will read. I guess you're not reading it on Instagram stories. You're like more watching it. I guess it's messages, whatever. If you want to send it to me, then I'm happy to look at them. I can't promise that I can reply to every single person, but I am 
honored that you would share that with me. I have, I was like kind of thinking about it for a while and I'm like, God, should I make this more organized? And I'm like, no, no, just go with it. And the idea came to me and I'm announcing it here. I think it would be fun. So if anybody wants to get on board with me, this is a great time of year for a lot of people because I know a lot of you listening have children and they go back to school, or even if you don't, you know, fall tends to be a time of year where people kind of like a fresh start, you know, it's the beginning of the the season. So again, I'm over at Your Kick-Ass Life on Instagram. And if you aren't familiar with Instagram stories, it's on your homepage at the very top. You'll see it says stories and then you'll see my little icon. Or if you click on my actual profile up in the far top left corner where my picture is, you click on that and you can see my Instagram stories. And yeah, I hope that it helps some people. And, and which kind of brings me to another topic and I will get into what I'm about to say. I haven't, I haven't done one of these things for a long time where I just riff about like what's going on over here. I hope you aren't all turning off this podcast episode, <laughs> but what I've decided now and going forward in, in 2018 and, and hopefully beyond is that I am going to, let me back up. When I first started Your Kick-Ass Life in 2010, it really was kind of an ignorance is bliss type of thing. And I just did most things from my heart. Like if I got a download about something, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And it was kind of unorganized. And back then there wasn't as many online marketing experts, like telling us how we should run our businesses. And so I just kind of went with it and whatever was in my heart and whatever I kind of felt called to do, that's what I did. And it was a bit, uh, you know, if you look at it from my business standpoint, it was a bit like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what would stick. And as the years went on and I became more and more quote unquote business savvy, things kind of changed. And I, I tried to get more strategic for just for my own sanity. And so it would, the company itself would make sense. And really what I have thought more and more about is I want to go back to that, you know, just really when I get an idea about something, run with it and not to be dumb about it, but just, I felt like doing that. Like I felt like involving the YKAL community in this and let's see if it works. And if it doesn't work, then I don't have to be married to it and I can, I can walk away. So that's what you'll be seeing a little bit more of. And I've been working with coaches and, and people like that who really embody that. And that's what you will be seeing more of. Speaking of, I'm going to put out a little bonus episode shortly coming up here where I'm basically telling you what's coming up for 2018. I know that some people like to plan ahead of time and see what's going on. I'm currently planning my book tour. So many of you were awesome enough to reply on Instagram and my personal page on Facebook. If you follow me there, when I announced that I want to do some kind of book tour and workshops in certain cities and people voted on what city they would come to or that they live in, and I am narrowing it down. Unfortunately, I can't do a gigantic tour and come to all the cities, which I would love to do. But I am narrowing that down and making plans of doing kind of an East Coast and, and Midwest and West Coast will probably be a little bit later. Anyway, that podcast is coming out uh, maybe later this week or next week where I'm going to tell you as best I can what's going on for the end of 2017 and the beginning of 2018. Because I know a lot of you are newer to me and the podcast and just and your kick-ass life. So 
you probably don't know a lot of the the classes and, and things that I even offer. So that's what that podcast is going to be for. And I cannot wait to talk about this particular topic that I've been thinking about for such a long time. But before I do, a quick word from our sponsor because Kind Bar reached out and wanted to sponsor the podcast. And I was actually really excited <laughs> because I'd never leave the house without a Kind Bar in my purse. True, honest, story. You might have seen Kind Bars in your local grocery store or at the coffee shop. They sell them in gyms and they make delicious healthy snacks while using whole ingredients you can actually recognize and pronounce. If you're ready to try some, I have got a special deal for you. You can try 10 Kind Bars for free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. And when you order the sample box, you can also try Kind's Snack Club where you receive monthly snacks at a discount and get some bonuses too. So who doesn't love snacks? My favorite one of theirs is the coconut and sea salt, hands down. To pick up your free sample box, go to kindsnacks.com forward slash Y-K-A-L. That's kindsnacks.com slash Y-K-A-L. All right, so this particular episode, if it might make a little bit more sense if you go over to the show notes, yourkickasslife.com slash 167, because I have images in there and some links if you maybe are not as familiar with this particular movie or this particular character that I'm about to talk to you about. I really hope that people get this episode because I my worry is that people are like, I don't get why she's so excited about this. But bear with me, please. There is a moral to this story, and it spawned from a conversation I had with my friend Elizabeth D'Alto and we were at a retreat in Montana and she had come to my hotel room and we were just kind of holed up and ordered room service and we're seeing what's on TV and the movie Grease came on. We started talking about the movie and my question to her was, what do you think it is about this movie that everyone loves? And so we were discussing that, you know, it's the music, it's the genre and her point was, and I also think everybody has their favorite character. And I immediately said, my favorite character is Cha-Cha de Gregorio. Like it always has been since I was a kid. And she's like, that's interesting because it's typically not people's favorite character. Most people love Sandy and her quest for true love and her romantic side. And maybe you liked Rizzo because she was sassy or maybe you loved the goofball and Frenchie or maybe it was one of the guys that you really liked. My love affair has been always with this character of Cha-Cha. And of course, she's a fictional character played in the movie by the late Annette Charles. But even as a child, I loved her. I mean, I remember getting so close to the TV and like it was my favorite part, just the, the handful of times that she was in the movie. And she did play a smaller role, but it didn't matter to me. Everything she was about, I loved. However, the attributes of her character that I adored about her, as I grew older, I realized are also the things that we, as women, are not particularly celebrated for. In other words, even in the movie, Chacha was not well-liked. It starts out, and we're first introduced to her as a character, and I think it's Kaniki that introduces her, and he's like, hey, Danny, when should you meet my date? And I think she's introduced as Charlene. And she says, they call me Cha-Cha because I'm the best dancer at St. Bernadette's. And like throws her head back like and has this look on her face where she just owns it. 
And she's doing actually what we are told not to do. She brags about herself. She knows she's the best damn dancer. And she tells people that she just met. (laughs) She doesn't even know these people. And holy crap, yes, she is a great dancer. And, you know, what does... I don't know. I don't, now it's totally escaping me who it is that it's Frenchie. It's Frenchie that says, with the worst reputation. They call me Chacha because I'm the best dancer at St. Bernadette's. And then she says, with the worst reputation. So, you know, you already see this like stereotypical of, of how women are with each other. <laughs> so then what happens is Chacha sees Danny on the dance floor dancing with Sandy, but she sees him on the dance floor, grabs him, and basically demands that he become her dance partner. Sandy storms off in a half. Sandy could have stood up to Cha-Cha, could have stood her ground and said, hey, Danny, what the hell? You came to the dance with me, so why are you dancing with Cha-Cha? But no, since we all love Sandy so much, we feel sorry for her and we hate Cha-Cha for being such a bitch. And if you go and if you see the show notes, I have a screenshot of Sandy looking all sad in her white dress <laughs> storming out of the high school gym. But the way I looked at it as, wow, Chacha sees what she wants and she goes after it. And no, I don't condone snatching other people's dates. But if we look at this strictly as symbolism, Chacha is a woman who doesn't give a shit if she hurts someone's feelings. She's not concerned about, quote unquote, playing nice. So then... Her and Dancy, Danny are killing it on the dance floor. And I also have a screenshot in the show notes uh, where he's practically like sitting on her face, which is so, you know, and she's like showing her bloomers with her dress flying up in the air. Zero fucks, this woman. She could not care less what everyone thinks of her, that everyone can see her underwear, and that Danny is basically sitting on her face in front of God and everybody, including the whole school and the teachers. Plus, since she goes to St. Bernadette's, you bet your ass that it's a Catholic school where this kind of behavior is probably frowned upon. But guess who doesn't care? That's right, Chacha de Gregorio. After the most epic hand jive in the history of the universe commences, obviously with Chacha being the best dancer and contest winner, I mean, Danny was pretty good too, but... You probably would have been nothing without her. Based on her sheer enthusiasm she has for dancing. I mean, we could all take a lesson from her on doing something you love and running headfirst into the euphoria of it. I mean, this woman totally, completely throws herself into dancing. Then the teacher comes out to award the trophy and just cha-cha patiently wait to have it handed to her? Nope. She straight up and down snatches that trophy and proudly waves it around with a look on her face of, I'm the greatest dancer that ever lived. Why would there be any question ever that this trophy is mine and no one else's? God, I love this woman. Like, I... (laughs) I love her character. Obviously, I'm not saying everyone should... Take other people's boyfriends and dance partners wherever they feel like it and be rude and snatch trophies out of of people's hand. However, I'm asking you to take a closer look at this character and see the parts of her that many of us can take lessons from. And so I have narrowed it down to three life lessons that we can all learn from Charlene, aka Chacha de Gregorio. The first one being, 
She sees what she wants and goes after it. She saw an opportunity and she went after it. Where in your life have you passed up opportunities because you didn't think you were qualified enough? You didn't think you were smart enough? Didn't think you were good enough? Probably somewhere. Would Chacha pass up the opportunity for a promotion? Nope. Would she not speak up in a meeting because she felt like other people wouldn't like her ideas? Nope, again. She knows she deserves it. And if it doesn't work out, nah, there's always next time. There will always be a next time. The second lesson that we could all learn from her is that she owns her superpower. She knows she's a great dancer. She tells people she doesn't care that other people are great dancers too. She allows herself to be free, embraces it, and even breaks the rules to fully throw herself into her dancing with reckless abandon. Would Chacha be worried that other people might judge her dancing? Not a chance. I hope you can look in the mirror, know your superpower, and love yourself for it. The last life lesson that we could learn from Chacha is when people clearly don't like her, she gives exactly zero fucks about it. When Frenchie mentions Chacha's worst reputation, I thought the gym would light on fire with the glare she shoots Frenchie. Chacha seems to have no female friends, only the boys, and she doesn't care. She could have burst into tears. She could have chased the pink ladies around, trying to be friends with them. She could have apologized to Sandy for stealing her date, but she does not care. She's not there to make friends. She's there to have a good time. Of course, I'm all for friendships. I've talked about it a million times over here on the podcast, but where in your life could you ease up on giving so many shits about what everyone thinks? Where are you spending a metric shit ton of energy worrying if people are talking about you or not. So from here on out, I've decided that whenever I am doubting myself or worried about anything, I'm going to ask myself, what would Chacha de Gregorio do? And I hope you can adopt that too, whether it's her or whether it's another fictional character in your life or a real person in your life that has qualities and virtues that you admire. I hope you can take some life lessons from it and apply it to your own life. Thank you for being here, Ask Kickers. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and could pull some nuggets out of it. And until next time, I will see you out in cyberspace and hopefully on Instagram. <laughs>